0: For most people, winter is a tough time of year. It's often cold and dull and more than a little depressing. People in different parts of the world have learned how to cope with the winter chill in many different and interesting ways. While people in North America's coldest areas built igloos in their hunting camps in winter, the Chinese people have also developed their own unique ways of surviving the winter. In this episode of A Thousand Wise, I'm going to tell you about the things you should know to survive the coldest days here in China. First, you might be wondering, how cold does winter get in China? You know, China is so huge that some people in the southern part of the country have never seen snow, whereas it's a common sight up north. For each additional degree of latitude, the temperature might fall by about 1.5 degrees Celsius, and the gap can be up to more than 50 degrees from China's south to its north. If you asked me where China's coldest region is, I'd have to say it's the northeast, which is where I'm originally from. Winters there are long, frozen and snowy, I still can remember the snow that was dumped on my hometown by a blizzard on New Year's Day some 20 years ago. The snow on the ground was as tall as a young adult, and it didn't disappear completely until almost the end of spring in May. But where I'm from isn't the coldest place in China. That owner goes to a city called Mohe in the northernmost province of Heilongjiang, on the border with Russia. It's so far north that, on extremely rare occasions, you can see the Arctic aurora there. There, the temperature can drop to minus 40 degrees Celsius. The winter in Beijing isn't quite as hard to live with as the winter in Heilongjiang. The temperature usually falls sharply in early November, and the cold spell extends into March next year you'll find that the temperature regularly falls below freezing. Although because the air is mostly dry, on one of the season's many still sunny days, it's still quite nice outside. But when the city's infamous gusty winds blow through, you'll see the locals wearing big puffy jackets along with hats and scarves. In Shanghai, which is about halfway down the east coast, the winter is milder than it is in Beijing. The coldest months are from December to February. The winter air is moist, but there is little snow and the days are overcast. Although the temperature doesn't often fall below freezing, it feels colder there because of the humidity. This is typical of the winter weather in central and some parts of southern China. when you get to the far south, to places like Guangdong and Hong Kong and Hainan, you're in the tropics, and these places don't experience anything like the same kind of winter here in Beijing. The locals will still tell you it's cold down there in January, but it's not so hard for them to cope. So let's just focus on the places where people have it tougher. The second thing you should know then is how people survive the winter in China. What do people wear to stay warm? In movies
1: depicting the old days in China, it's very common to see people looking bulky and clumsy, which is due to the kinds of clothes they were wearing. Back then, people couldn't afford down-filled clothes, so they wore jackets and pants padded with cotton to keep warm. It wasn't exactly fashionable, but this kind of cotton stuff clothing provided better insulation from the coat than down coats do. But the reason most people wear down coats today is because they are lighter and less cumbersome.
0: An additional staple of any winter wardrobe in the north is long johns, or what we call qiu yi, the Chinese cotton version of long underwear.
1: Chou yi is a long sleeved cotton shirt and Chou ku is the matching underpants. Chou means autumn in Chinese, and the following Yi and ku mean clothes and pants. So Chou Yi and Chou ku literally means clothes worn in autumn. Usually, people start to wear long underwear in the fall, during the cold autumn nights and throughout winter.
0: Chinese people also used to wear clothes made of wool and animal fur.
1: According to Chinese writer Shen Congwen's book on the study of ancient Chinese clothing, wool was first used to make clothes since some 1700 years ago. Animal fur was also used to make winter clothing such as squirrel skin and raw fox skin. Although wool is still commonly used today, furs and skins are not.
0: Gloves, headgear and layers of clothing and thermal wear are just the basics, but these are simply not enough for people to stay warm. Thankfully, though, there are some other ways that it can keep warm in China. Big coats and thick pants might be good at dealing with the cold outdoors. But how do people keep warm when they are inside, where the temperature can be nearly as low as it is outside? In order to stay warm indoors, the Chinese people invented the khan.
1: A khan is a brick platform built across one side or end of a room of traditional houses in northern China. They're the most comfortable place to sleep in winter because heat is funneled from the cooking stove fire through a flue under the khan, which keeps it toasty warm. The khan is said to have been around for more than 7,000 years and is still common in the countryside in northern China.
0: People found other clever ways to adapt to the winter weather. One of these was the development of the sensor, which was used in ancient times.
1: A sensor has two parts. At the bottom was a basin, and the top was a hollow cover made with flower patterns. By burning coal inside the sensors, people could use them to keep their hands and feet warm. If you were wealthy, your sensors were usually made of copper, if you weren't so wealthy, you'd have one made of clay or iron.
0: The Tangpuads was another invention created to keep the chill out of your bones. It's a pumpkin-shaped brown's kettle full of boiling water that could be put under a quilt similar to how you use a hot water bottle today on a cold northern winter day. I've talked a lot about northern China, and maybe you're wondering... Where is the line that separates the north and the south? Since ancient times, this line has traditionally been set by the Qingling Mountains, which runs from the west to the east, and the Huaihe River, which is a major waterway between the Yellow and Yangtze rivers.
1: In the 1950s, just a few years after the People's Republic of China was founded, the country was still poor and struggling to develop. The government couldn't afford for all the new apartment buildings going up to have heating, as the fuel, whether it was oil or coal, was needed for industry. So it drew a line across the country and said that buildings above the line got central heating and those below did not. This means that people in cities like Shanghai, which are below the line but still far enough north to sometimes get snow, resort to air conditioners or electric radiators to stay warm.
0: Aside from heavy clothing and heaters, there are also some foods you can eat during wintertime to keep warm. Hot pot is one of my favourites. Eating hot pot can warm the body and improve circulation. It is also a great way to socialise. People gather around the pot, chatting, eating, drinking and having fun, making it one of the best ways to drive away the winter blues. Congee is probably the mainstay of the Chinese breakfast. It's a mild-flavoured rice porridge that has been cooked for a long time with plenty of water to soften the rice. It's a favourite in winter because it's filling, it's convenient and it's hot. Dumplings are another winter essential, especially for people in northern China. After the winter solstice, when it gets colder and colder, people would eat dumplings. Dumplings. This tradition comes from the ancient belief that people can stop their ears from being frostbitten because dumplings look a bit like an ear. The dumplings are often accompanied by a glass or two of the fiery spirit Baijiu, which can help you to feel warm. I hope that if you come to China in the winter months, you've picked up some tips for the best ways to keep warm, which have been tried and tested by Chinese people over centuries. Or... If the cold really isn't your thing, you can always head south where the weather is always warm. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of A Thousand Wise. I'm Ningyan. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating or a review on whatever platform you listen to us. Until next time, bye!